Welcome back. We are in our first week of this three-week daily detox devotional. The definition of detox we are working with is the removal of a toxic substance from a living organism. As I said yesterday, we can have toxins in us beyond what we ingest. We can have toxins in us in any area of our life. Yesterday, we talked about the significance of prayer and fasting. Now, each week, we're going to focus on a different element of who we are. As Christians, we recognize that we are triune beings. We are a body, soul, and spirit. We have a physical part of us. That is our body. We have a soul part of us. That's our intellect, emotions, will. We have a spirit part of us, and that comes alive when we trust in Christ. This is clear in 1 Thessalonians 5, and by the way, we're putting these verses each day in the podcast description. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 through 24, it reads, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. He said, may your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless. Each week on this podcast, we're going to talk about the things that pollute these areas of our life. The first week, we'll talk about what contaminates our spirit. Next week, our soul. And then the third week, our bodies. I know we're normally more interested in our bodies the first week of a new year, but I'm not going to start there. This week is about detoxing our spirit. This verse speaks to the fact that while there are distinct parts to a person, you can't separate them. You are an entire being. This expression is Paul's way of saying that God must be involved in every aspect of life. So my goal isn't uh, to think that we can separate the spiritual life from everything else. But for us to detox, sometimes we've got to look at the parts, not just the whole. One of the principles of prayer and fasting is, whatever I starve dies, whatever I feed thrives. Whatever I starve dies, whatever I feed thrives. This week's scripture is going to have a few things for us to starve and a few things for us to feed so that our spirits can thrive. So today we begin the process of detoxing our spirit. This is how King David identified in a time that he had gotten too far away from God and was in need of a spirit detox. He said in Psalm 13:2, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts? Let's just stop right there and ask the question, are you wrestling with your thoughts? Are you throughout the day thinking, I, I want to think about this, but I wind up thinking about that. I want to focus on God and good but my mind gets filled up with this other junk. He goes on, How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and day after day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? You see, this is a big deal. When we tolerate toxins in our life, the devil triumphs over us. This was written by King David the man who is leading God's people. The Bible says he's a man after God's own heart. The guy who wrote most of the biggest book in the Bible, and yet he finds himself in need of a spirit detox. 
So it's not surprising that you and I need a spirit detox too. So this week we're going to have some things that we're going to intentionally take out of our lives and some things we'll put in. And I'm talking this week. I mean, I'm sure we'd love it all the time, but that's not generally how change works. So right now we're just focusing on this week. Not the rest of our lives, not the rest of the year, not even 21 days. Just this week, start today. And if you'll do this, you'll discover that maybe you have forgotten how good you can feel spiritually. Seriously, some of us have gotten so used to the toxins in our life, we have gotten so used to living without these positive elements to where we have forgotten what spiritual health is like. And it's time for us to rediscover what health feels like, or maybe discover it for the first time. What are we going to starve starting today and for the next six days? Uh, we'll start here today. Starve doubt. Yes, simply starve doubt. Some of us have no idea the degree of doubt in our life. And it's an easy toxin to slip in there because there's always going to be an element of doubt to our faith. It's kind of like how my doctor tells me there is healthy cholesterol and unhealthy cholesterol. Or how there are good germs that build immunity and unhealthy germs. There's an element to faith that because it's faith, we have to believe it. We don't see it fully yet. We don't hold it in our hand. That means there's going to be some doubt. It's just the tension we live with this side of heaven where we believe even though we don't see it. And God blesses it and builds our character and builds our faith. So don't let that scare you. I'm talking here about starving unhealthy doubt. Doubt is believing what the world says about things and moving away from God's reality. We have to call those thoughts out and starve them. We're watching all this horrible stuff on the news and thinking, God, are you watching this? Are you seeing all this horrible stuff that's going on? And we get so full of doubt about the future and what's going to happen, we end up with all these toxins in our spirit, and we feel horrible. And I'm not saying to be in denial and not recognize that evil exists, but evil does not have to exist in us. Our enemy doesn't have to triumph over us. We've got to get more in tune with God's reality for our lives than in tune with what the world says and what the world has going on. We've got to stay in tune with what God is doing. This morning, I read some of Christianity Today's top testimonies of 2020. One was about a Muslim man in Kenya. He became one of the best and most well-known evangelists for Islam in his region. He was elevated to be one who calls others to pray five times a day. Early in life, his father had taught him to hate Christians and even to beat them if necessary. He was trained to believe that Christians were on the same level as animals. He was not allowed to associate with them in any way. One day he woke up and went to the local mosque to start calling people to pray. He was all set to recite the Muslim call to prayer into the microphone so that his call could be heard throughout the city. But when he tried to speak, nothing came out. Not just the microphone, nothing came out of his mouth. His voice would not work. He went and told his friend what happened, but his friend would not believe him. He went the, to the next call to prayer, 
And again, when he went to speak in the microphone, his voice would not work. He went home and fixed some tea, thinking that might help his voice, and the tea turned to blood red in front of him. He went on a walk to clear his head and saw a Christian missionary preaching out of the back of a pickup truck. He heard the message and then realized that God was the one who wouldn't let his voice come out. He said, God was the one who turned my tea blood red as a symbol of Christ's blood spilled on the cross for me. His story goes on and we discover that this encounter with God and Christian missionaries made him into a Christian missionary himself. God is at work. Starve doubt. If I starve doubt, what do I feed? What do I do? Well, you trust what God says. Starve doubt and trust what God says. Here's a great verse. You probably already know, but don't let that rob you of the power of this truth. I have gone to this verse so many times in my life. Some of the darkest days of doubt in my life, I have chosen this verse. Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I love how that's worded. And lean not on your own understanding. Like, I'm going to lean, all right. I'm going to lean on the rock that is Jesus Christ. One of my favorite songs is by Christy Knuckles, and it's a takeoff of a, a classic hymn. And it says, I'm leaning, leaning on you, Jesus, leaning on the wonders of your cross. I'm leaning, leaning on you, Jesus, leaning on the everlasting arms. How sweet it is to trust you, Lord. I'm learning how to trust you more. I will trust in the name of the Lord my God. Trust completely in him. If you trust what God says, it will remove the toxin of doubt from your life. So don't get overwhelmed by this. Just start with today. Today, when the thoughts and fears of doubt begin to rise in your spirit, turn your attention to what God says and say, I'm going to trust that. I've got more for you tomorrow, but let's turn to the prayer emphasis for today. Yesterday, the daily prayer emphasis was last year, letting go of certain things in our past so the new year can be new. Today's prayer emphasis is the new year. Proverbs 16.3, commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. So here, on the outset of this new year, commit your year to God. 